We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You are listening to KC Sports Network, proudly presented by Emprise Bank. Coming up, the latest episode of One on One with former Chiefs Jeff Allen and Mike DeVito. 17 years of NFL experience between them, including eight with Andy Reid. One on One is a weekly show from a couple of guys who know what it's like to step on the field for Chiefs Kingdom and can share stories you've never heard before with a perspective you can't find anywhere else on a weekly basis. One on One is proudly presented by Cookie Society. Don't forget to hit that follow button so you don't miss anything from the highest ranked Chiefs podcast network of 2022. And now, the latest episode of One on One with Jeff Allen and Mike DeVito. What is up, Super Bowl champion Chiefs Kingdom? I, I well, told you. The one I told you. Travis, Travis, I, I said we were going to do it, baby. Not everybody, <laughs> not everybody called you guys out. I said you guys were going to do it. Man, you called the Jeff Stradamus, and here we are after a long season, world champions. Chiefs Kingdom, I just, from, you know, forget the intro. Again, like we ended off last episode, I'm so happy for y'all. Yes. I can't think of a better fan base. I can't think of a better community or organization that deserves this. And so congratulations, world champions. We saw you enjoying it today. Big Jeff, great to see you, brother. How you feeling, man? I'm feeling like a champion. Today's a special episode, so I wore the ring today. Yeah, this, man. This is a big so, one, man. So many questions for you. This was just such an incredible experience, and I get—I still don't know how to be a fan of the game. I Every year I watch the Super Bowl, and I would just like, man, I would give anything, anything uh, to be there. Anything. I feel the same way, man. I felt I was really proud um, because – a lot of those guys I know, the coaching staff is pretty much yeah. the same. So I know the character of the men in that locker room. I know the organization top to bottom and, and what they're all about, and they're so deserving of this. Um, but deep down inside, I'm like, man, I wish I was there. Right. I wish I was out there a part of this. But um, it's just amazing to be a fan, man. I, could, I, I, I couldn't imagine what it feels like being a fan of this organization, you know, for 50 years, 60 years, and, and being able to live out this era and see, you know, AFC titles every every year to see Super Bowls and um, have great players like Patrick Mahomes, Travis Thurston, right. Chris Jones, um, and people that not are just good players, they're good people. So this is a, a great time to be a Chiefs fan. Yeah, tell me about it. And I I I crave that too. And it's it's like I, I guess I'm having I have trouble sort of detaching from being a you know wanting to be a player. 
Yep. Right. So it's like as happy as I am for the organization, as happy as I am for the guys, for the community, all the guys, you know, so a lot of the coaching staff is still the same from when I was there. Kels is still there. Winchester guys that we know. Yeah. Um, and yet there's still a part of me that's just, just not, not that I, obviously I wanted them to win. I mean, it's every year when somebody wins a Super Bowl. It's just like, man, I wish I could feel what that feels like. Yeah. I wish I could go back and give it another shot. You know, it's like, I can never just be a fan and enjoy it. Like, I just yeah. feel like I, it always comes with this, like, damn, I didn't get to do that, you know? <laughs> but I'm sorry, I'm incredibly excited for Chiefs Kingdom. Again, an incredible fan base. We love you guys. Big Jeff, where do we start, man? Do we want to break? Do we want to recap the game real quick? Yeah, let's talk about the game a little bit, man. I think not not the detail details of the game. We can just a brief summary. Yeah, can you see us in cover? Everybody knows we got the win. We got the win. That's the best part about it. Fantastic game. I I I I couldn't go, you know, this episode without giving that whole line a shout out. They did incredible. Hadn't leading up to the Super Bowl, everyone talked about how incredible Philadelphia's D line was, and kind of forgot that Kansas City has a good O line. The stories, the stories were that their pass rush was going to get home. They're going to make it a tough day for Patrick. Star Reddick was the you know, second place defensive player of the year and, you know, Brandon Graham and Fletcher Cox, all these amazing um, defensive linemen. And not once did we hear anything about the guys protecting Patrick. And they went out there and they played a hell of a game. <laughs> you ain't kidding. Zero sacks. Um, so like 11 pressures. Um, everybody knew um, from left to right. I mean, Orlando Brown, Joe Thune, Creed Humphrey, Trey Smith, and then you got Andrew Wiley. Um, the four guys from left to right until you got the right tackle, we kind of knew what we were going to get from those guys. Right. The biggest question mark from the media side of things is Andrew Wiley. Right. How was he going to hold up against Hassan Reddick? And they thought it was going to be a field day. And I'm so proud of Andrew because I know him personally. I know how hard he works. I know where he's come from. Um, the number of times he's been cut in this league, the number of times he's been on the practice squad, and what it took for him to, to be what he is today. Mm-hmm. I mean, this guy's developed um, so well. I mean, Andy Heck has a, a huge part in that, but it, it wouldn't be done without the guy doing the work, the right. guy being able to persevere, his mentality. He's a dog. So I want to give Andrew Wiley a special shout-out. Shout-out to my guy, Andrew. Um, hell of a game. He was my MVP for the game. I know right. I got the actual MVP, but without Andrew, it would have been tough to win that Super Bowl. Yeah, it was incredible. I mean, he did a fantastic job, and – the one thing I noticed about him, I've never met him personally, but he's one of those guys that I watched his interviews after the game, and he just seems like such a genuinely yes. nice guy. So when you, when you take into account everything you said about the practice squads and everything it took for him to actually get to this point, plus the fact that this is like a, a true, humble, awesome dude. and you, yeah. It's one of those guys you can just tell right away, like, oh, yeah, he's, he's a good he's, he's a good taken, He's taken all of the blows. He's taken all of the criticism. He's been a punching bag all year. Um, quote unquote, the weakest link of the offensive line. Anytime there was a bad game, you know, the arrow was pointed toward him. Right. Um, but he never let that falter. He never faltered. He never let right. him off track. He stayed the course. He trusted the process. And when it mattered most, he played his best game of the season. Right. And that is that is unbelievable. That's amazing. It's and you know, he's getting their best shot, right? So this isn't an off day for Philly. It's not no, like Philly had an off it's day. A it's a Super Bowl. Yeah, you know what I mean. What? So when you when you were analyzing it, Jeff, what what was was it a mix of uh, protection 
uh, schemes and yeah, a technique, yeah. or was it just yeah, sort of yeah. they just lined up and took it, took them off? It was a ton of factors. I mean, the game plan was was perfect. Mm. I mean, we yeah, got the ball one say. time, um, scored pretty much every single possession when we had the ball, uh, and in the game plan was it was a lot of sh- quick, quick game. Patrick did a wonderful job in the pocket. I think we don't talk about that enough. Like I know he was dealing with the ankle, so he understood he didn't have the mobility that he normally has. Um, and he knew that um, the edge rushers for Philly got up the field really fast and they could bend the corners. So he wasn't dropping as deep as he normally does. And the interior of the pocket held up really well, which allowed him to stay in that pocket. And he was getting back to that drop and getting it out. There was mm-hmm. no hesitating. There was no running out of the back of the pocket. Um, if he did take off, it was direct route, straightforward. Right. Um, and he made plays in that way. Um, but it just was a good job. I mean, we ran a few screens. Um, we ran the ball. Um, efficiently, uh, it just was a perfect day for the offense, in my opinion. Right, right. Defense did a great job too. I think, uh, and we talked about, you know, every we we we've been talking about on the show how these big games it starts up front, and I believe Philly had a hundred and fifteen yards rushing, and I think most of that was from the quarterback. Yeah. So when we were talking about how good this run game was, and so um, same thing on the defensive side of the ball, those guys did a great job. Bolton, Nick Bolton, shout out to you, man. You had a hell of a game. Too. Oh, yeah. Would have been a Super Bowl MVP if they would have counted the other scoop and score. Yeah, that was, yeah, he's incredible. He, no doubt. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. No doubt. He did a fantastic job. Um, I want to circle back to the offense, though, real quick. I remember at the beginning of the year, we were talking. I think you made this prediction. I, I believe uh, maybe BJ had said something about this as well. But this idea that we lost Tyreek Hills, we lost our deep the sort of deep threat, but the guys that we brought in opened up this quick game. Yep. They opened up these intermediate routes, and the prediction was, and I believe you said it, Jeff, was this offense is going to be more productive, you know, in a sort of paradoxical way, losing Tyreek Hill, arguably yep. the best receiver in the NFL, um, but adding these sort of these different pieces in the way they fit into the scheme. Did that hold up this year? I mean, is that – Yeah, I mean, that was the we, kid. We, we were better in every category offensively. This year, um, um, this is the best year in in Chiefs history for offense, um, and just to see the way Patrick stepped up, man, um, he knew he had to be a better quarterback this year. He's been unbelievable; he's been phenomenal right. up until now. But this year, he had to come on and play the position at a level that um, he wasn't playing before. Right, and, and and to think he could get better from previous years was mind blowing. But he did it. Right. Um, the offense was tough to defend because he was getting the ball. He was spreading it out. It was, it was diversity. You didn't know right. he was getting the ball. Obviously, Travis was going to do his thing, but outside of Travis, you know, each week it was a different guy. Right. You couldn't right. target anybody. Years prior, it was, you know, you had to get targets to Travis. You know, you had to get tra- Tyreek the ball. So you were able to defensively kind of know, all right, if I, if I take these guys out of the equation, it's going to kind of hinder a game yeah. plan. But now, who do we take out? Okay, we double Travis. Okay, now I'm going to get, you know, nine guys involved. Right. That's right. That's what it was. There was nine other guys. Yeah, I'm going to get nine other guys involved. Now I'm going to, you know, send Sky Moore into a jet motion and right. corn dog him out, <laughs> whatever the play call is, and throw, throw his first touchdown of his career in the Super Bowl. Like, isn't that that's, right. that's the type of offense. Classic Andy Reid stuff. I mean, we're going to go nine straight weeks or so whatever it was with Jeremy McFinnis scoring a receiving touchdown. Breaking an NFL record, um, you're gonna see Gigi highlighted. You're gonna see right. MVS in the playoffs go off like the number right. one receiver. Like 
it was a different guy each week. And, and Andy said it heading up to the Super Bowl. There's going to be somebody that steps up in this game that you don't know. We're talking about the big-time guys, but there's going to be some. I mean, Kadarius Tony got punt return. Um, right, that was huge. Who knew that like, we were going to get him midseason? He scored on the corn dog play. I love that. Right. <laughs> like, of course, Andy Reid's going to name something after food. Right. Y'all, like, yeah, no doubt. <laughs> and win the Super Bowl because of it. <laughs> That's um, But this offense was just, it's just a host of guys. It was a committee. It was by committee. Um, running back, I mean, we started with um, Clyde, and then we went to Pistachio. <laughs> A.K.A. Pacheco. I've been doing interviews all week. People are asking me, you know, the <laughs> most pistachio. pistachio. I'm like, that's pistachio. Yeah, I'm like, Jeremy, like, Jeremy, that's the best I got. Um, <laughs> it's just a host of guys, man. It's just, it was a great, a great group effort. Yeah, they did an incredible job. I mean, all three phases, playing at a high level. It's just exactly what you would expect from an Andy Reid coach team with the veterans on that team. And you could tell that not only, you know, was the scheme good, techniques good, all that stuff, but Clearly, one thing we talked about that was uh, important that played into this was the leadership and the um, knowledge and sort of experience of being in those big games, yeah. being in the Super Bowl, right? The, the leadership on that team knew what it was like. They weren't going to flinch when they were 10 down. They weren't going to flinch when uh, Patrick Mahomes gets off limping a little bit. I mean, they just, everything was calm, smooth, collective. Boom, we're running. And it's just, it's classic KC. I mean, that's how we do things now. Yeah. Let's take a quick break, Big Jeff, and hear from our sponsor, AG1. You're listening to the fastest-growing sports media network in Kansas City, KC Sports Network. We'll be back right after this. Folks, we're going to tell you about today's sponsor, and that is Athletic Greens. I've been taking AG1 by Athletic Greens literally every day, and I gave it a try. Because I wanted to get that better gut health. I wanted to uh, have the sustained energy. you got to support the immune system, especially this time of the year. And I hated taking all those pills and vitamins to actually get all those supplements. And it tastes great as well. I take it in the morning before I start my day, before I make that cup of coffee. And it makes me feel ready to take on everything that we've got going on here at KCSN. And you know, all great athletes take care of their body. I'm not the same kind of athlete as Patrick Mahomes, but I still like to take care of my body. And that's when uh, I've been going to AG1. That's why I'm a huge fan. You get all that nutrition in just one little cup. It's it's a great, it's great for long-term gut health support as well. With just 75 high-quality ingredients that give me key daily nutrients. If a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplemental routine, then Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash KCSN. That's athleticgreens.com slash KCSN. Check it out. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. Welcome back. Very stuck. <laughs> I don't know no, what it is about him reading those, man. Just hurry up, Tuck. <laughs> We appreciate all our sponsors. Oh, we appreciate our sponsors. I'm, I'm, I'm laughing at Tucker, man. He just he cracks me up. Uh, all right, all right, Big Jeff, we're back at it. Hey, so like I said at the beginning, this is something that I never got to experience. You did get to experience this, man. Tell me, what is it like to win a Super Bowl? It, it is. Um, it's surreal. It's one of those things that obviously we all want to get it, but when you get it, it's a almost a numb feeling. Right, it doesn't feel real, but the moment that it does feel real is when you when you actually get one of these, you get that ring. When that thing comes, and and, and you look at it and you say, "Man, I want to get another one of these." Um, that's one of those feelings, and that I decided to retire. But I felt like after seeing this, I wanted to give it one more shot. Um, but you know, I, I I went in the direction of retirement. But seeing the guys do it again, man, like I feel the same joy. Like I, I honestly didn't. I, I, I know what it takes to win one of these. I know the work that they put in, and I know how much it means to these guys. Like mm. the the selflessness that it takes to win a championship, um, the ability to lean on one another and hold each other accountable at the same time, mm. while while also knowing that hey, I can trust in you that you're going to do your job. Mm. Like it is a, it takes a special group of men. It's not all about talent. Um, this was supposed to be a rebuild year. <laughs> right. This was supposed to be a year where um, we were missing Tyreek Hill, where we had a ton of rookies that had to play, you know, big time snaps. Right. Um, but over the course of the season, we got better and better because of it. These guys got to, you know, play out their rookie year in the back half of the season. They weren't rookies anymore because of it, because of that right. experience. Right. And um, it only bodes well for the future. Man. We talked about it all season during this podcast. Trust the process. And a lot of right. people make fun of me when I'm like, hey, be patient. Or you read the comments, hey, yes, well, trust the process. Those right. conclusions. Just understand that you have Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Christian mm-hmm. Dan, a GM and Brett Veach. He knows how to evaluate talent and bring in the right guys that fit into the system. Right. That every single guy that they bring in, now you got to miss them some guys, but majority of the people that they bring in are going to fit the system and they're going to make us a better football team. Right. And that's what we saw this year. Right. And it, it just... 10 years of reinforcing that fact. I mean, even like this is just consistently year in and year out been an excellent team. And, um, you know, the even more reason for Chiefs fans, just to circle back to your point moving forward, to not rush to panic, right? I mean, this team just, we've been through seasons where, you know, we had that shit beginning last year. uh, We're, you know, we're right back where, you know, in the AFC championship game. 
We had to deal with injuries. We're winning Super Bowls. I mean, it's yep. just the team where there's Andy Reid and the, his philosophy. There's so many systems in place to cover for things. I'll, conti- I'll, give, you, I'll, I'll give you a, um, I guess, a perfect example of trusting the process and understanding that, and one, everything happens for a reason. I, I fully believe in that and everything in life, right? Right. But also, like, um, your failures are failures if you're able to learn from them. If you're able to get right. better from them, and this organization year in year out, they get better when they fail. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, we lost the AFC t- title game in 2018, Tom Brady in overtime, um, because um, you know someone lined up off sides. Right. You don't know how bad that hurt. Like, I lost 30 pounds that off season. Oh. 30 pounds, but we follow up the next year and we won a Super Bowl. Right. Mm. The following year, we go to the Super Bowl again, and we get blown out by Tampa. And it's because Patrick wasn't protected properly. What did they do? They went in the offseason. Well, fixed it right up. They fixed it right away. They got Orlando Brown. Um, they they nailed it in the draft with Trey Smith and Creed Humphrey. Two, mm-hmm. One is all for already. I think Trey Smith will be all for soon. But both are, both are Pro Bowl type players. Mm-hmm. And we lose, into the, we lose in the AC title game. <laughs> which, which I mean like. You're, but those guys are young. We shouldn't have lost that game, but we learned from it. And guess what? We bounced right back up. We bounced right back. So you don't know how the season's going to end. Just know, however it ends, we're going to learn something and we're going to be better for it. Yeah. Yeah. And and going back to what you were talking about, about the sort of experience of winning, you, you had hit on how much time and effort and work goes into this. And that's when, when I look back at my nine years, every year I had to experience the sort of dread and down, like just being down by the fact that at some point we lost and that was it. So yeah. you put in all this work, all this effort, you come together as a team, you're going out there working hard as hell for each other, working hard for the coaches, putting everything on the line, sacrificing so much just to get to that point. And every year I had to experience not getting there. Yeah. And so I just, when you said that, it just hit me like what that must be like to do all of that and when finally get that reward. Auto attrition. Oh. Right, so finally break through. You saw a bunch of emotion, especially more this Super Bowl with the second time around with guys that won the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, you saw a mutton of Frank Clark. Um, he was dealing with some personal stuff, but was very emotional. Travis Kelsey. Um, right. Every a list of guys, there was a lot more emotion because they they really fought really hard for this one. Right. Right. They really fought their asses off for this one and, and Travis said it. Nobody believed in them. No one even just majority of freaking talking heads said that we weren't even going to win the division, let alone win a title. Right, right. And we were being picked not to make the playoffs. I don't understand. And 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 they won a Super Bowl. Um, and they and they don't talk about it, but they heard every single comment, um, right? Everything from the media. They felt that, and they built up a machine, and they went out there and proved it. And that's why you saw the response. Right. And you got the emotion because they, they fought for this one. You know, and we compare it to the Patriots dynasty, right? And yeah. the one thing I can say about New England, though, that has been different with Kansas City is every year, as much as everybody hated New England, they were always picked to win the division. Oh, yes. Yeah. I mean, it, you you had to say, okay, yeah, I mean, they're going to win. We hope somebody beats them because we hate them, but they're probably going to win again. They're clearly the best team. For whatever reason, I don't, I, I just, don't understand why with Kansas City, 
they don't get that same treatment. Every year, every single year, I feel like it's Kansas City's not going to make the playoffs. Oh, every year, or it's the Chargers going to win the division. <laughs> it, I don't know. Yeah, the Chargers are going to win the And it's been since 2016 that we won the AFC, at least win the AFC West at a minimum. Yeah. I just, well, it doesn't make sense to me, brother. But I, I mean, I hope they do it again. Yeah, do it again. I know. I love it. Done. It's, it's good luck. <laughs> Keep winning. <laughs> it's good luck. It's good luck. Talk. We saw the parade today. Talk to me about the parade. I mean, what? I think that's that's the coolest. The coolest part about the parade is just the fan experience of it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can remember when I was a kid. I grew up in Chicago. Yeah. I remember winning the title in '98 and going out as a fan to watch the Bulls and their championship parade and being a fan of that and just how much that meant to me. Like right. being able to see Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, Steve Kerr, being able to see these guys in, in real life, like right, um, like it was it was like an out of body experience. So being a player on the other side, I knew how important it was to engage with those people and right. seeing like the parade. You, you see them chugging beers, and you see Pat walking up to you know fans and taking pictures. Like they will never forget that. Like never, never. You might forget it as a player. Um, right. But they will never forget that. Like, that will right. be one of the biggest moments in their lives. And I, I think that it's very important to be able to touch them that way because they deserve it. Right. I mean, a lot of these people were fans before you were ever a player with this organization. Right. Die- diehards. I'm talking through the good and the bad. And there's been a lot of a lot of bad, right? Right. A lot of bad. So they deserve this, this stretch run that we're in right now. These are the golden years. And I think it's important to be able to engage with them and, and, and not get too big-headed. Like, we're... Like what? What's really cool about Kansas City is like, it's a smaller market, right? right? This isn't a big city. This isn't Dallas. This isn't New York. This isn't somewhere where, you know, they have a ton of sports teams, and you know, you got like Boston, Title Town. You know, this city is 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 about the Chiefs, right? Mm. Everything is about the Chiefs. So the fact that they're able to win for this community and, and bring so much joy the, to boast, you know. The excitement level, the economy, what they're doing for the city is unmatched right now. So I want them to realize that they're doing something great, but also the responsibility with their greatness is to, mm. you know, give back to the community. Yeah. And, you know, it, to your point, I think one thing that we forget the last time KC won the Super Bowl, we were in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah. I mean, so think of all the things that got sort of truncated or curtailed or whatever. Exactly. Because- so this one will be celebrating the parade was back in 2020. It was before all the. Stay-at-home orders got put into place. So there was a parade, but there was nothing after the fact. It kind of everything oh, kind of got. That's right. That's everything right. kind of got like I guess diluted because of it. But Wait, it wasn't. I'm, oh, it was. Oh, it was, really? Well, they, I mean, it, it wasn't. It wasn't the. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Gosh. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. It was after that. It was after. Yeah. So right. Sorry. That's right. Um, I'm excited to see, you know, what it's going to look like in March. You know, in <laughs> in April. When they get but the rain, when the city, when yeah, when the, when the city can really be out because it's going to be a celebration up until, you know, September, <laughs> right? And right. Fans are going to celebrate this thing up until we kick off the regular season again, right? And um, hell, we're going to be favorites, man. I think uh, the, the media, we should be. I mean, this is a young team, like I said, it's supposed to be a rebuild year, and they're only going to get better from here with all the picks and the experience that they just got. I mean, what kind of what team can you put together, even just thinking the AFC that could. Yeah, I mean, who could? I mean, the AFC is tough. I mean, like, it, 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 I, I think um, Rogers in New York. Yeah, I mean, Buffalo is going to be good. I think, honestly, I think Josh Allen was hurt more hurt uh, than he than what he let on. He let on. Um, and since he's going to always be sensitive, 
Right. I mean, they, they're they're a force to be reckoned with. But regardless, like at the end of the day, it's it's about us. Like I don't think yeah. anyone can beat the Chiefs, but the Chiefs. Right. I will continue to say that as long as you have Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes and all the other guys have a pulse, you have a chance. Like right. Um, so this team, this team is is always going to be a favor, in my opinion, no matter what the media says. No doubt, brother. Before we get going, you did. I did want to ask you about Juju's tweet. So Juju tweeted something yeah, on yeah. Twitter. T- tell me about that and your response to it. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, he he tweeted um, a Valentine's Day card with Bradbury on it and said, "I'll hold you when it matters most." Yeah, I think um, outside of Juju tweeting it, it would be pretty funny, right? Right. But given the circumstance. And, and the facts, I think it was kind of not the right thing to do. I mean, everyone has an opinion. Some people will say, hey, it's just a joke or right. don't be so soft or so hard or or whatever. Or some might say it's too harsh. I think Juju, Juju seems like a really good guy. I don't know Juju. Um, I do think it was just a joke. I don't think he meant anything anything by it, right? Right. But I do think it was pretty lame for him to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like especially Bradbury admitting after the game that he held him. Yeah, um, that is the act. Yeah, that was a that's a cliche moment. The guy just lost the Super Bowl. Um, in a critical moment, he made a mistake. And of all people, you should know what that feels like as a player. Now, if this was Cincy last week or and and Eli Apple made this mistake, I would say go after him because Eli is notorious for being a troll. And right, 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 right. He deserves this type of reaction. But Bradbury, um, just seeing the way he responded to it after the game, how humble he was about it and he took the blame like a man. Um, I don't think right. it was called. Maybe it was something said on the shit. I don't know. But could be. Um just no, but, from my perspective, that's how it looks. Yeah, no, and I think I agree with you. Honestly, more context could change my opinion, but I, I agree. I think uh, you know, especially for Juju, you know, he spent how many years in Pittsburgh with a Hall of Fame quarterback and when was yep. the you know, how many Super Bowls did they make over there? You know, it's like I think they're has to be, and he has Mike Tomlin, obviously an incredible head coach. Yeah. So I think there, I I just feel like if I was on this team, there was always be a sense of humility. Like, yeah, we got, we got Pat Mahomes. Yeah. I mean, like he, Pat Mahomes is our quarterback. You know what I mean? So like, I would be, uh, you know, I, I, I granted if somebody else is talking shit, then that's one thing. But I, I think there, with that comes the humility of the fact like we have the greatest. Yeah. Just, it was just heading up to the Super Bowl, right? Like we had two weeks of all like. I think it was pretty weird because there was no bad bad blood. There was no right. press clippings where players were disrespectful. No. Everything was about the brothers. Everything was about Andy Reid. Right. QB matchup, and it was all positive talk. Um, that's why I'm leaning toward there was something that went on during the game where Brad Berry probably was talking crazy to Jesus or something where he felt like, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this out there and rub it in. Right. Um, but but if that didn't happen, it's lame. It's lame. Yeah. Well, regardless of that, we are world champions. Chiefs Kingdom. We are world champions. I wish I could play the music right now, but let's go, baby. We are world champions, baby. Thank you so much for this year. This is our last episode of the season. We'll be back towards uh, OTAs, the draft, all of that stuff, and that stuff gets going. But we just want to tell you, thank you so much for tuning in to all our listeners. We love you. We're incredibly grateful. Celebrate this. This is such an awesome thing. And I know, speaking for Jeff as well, we're so grateful for our community out there in Kansas City, and we're so happy that you all get to experience this. So enjoy it. We love you. Thank you for tuning in. Big Jeff, thank you for carrying the show this year, brother. 
so many times you bailed me out, man. I love uh, you. And uh, that's all you. I'm, it's very fortunate to call you a friend. To be the Mike DeVito show, not one on one. Mike DeVito butchers it. Appreciate you, brother. Go cheese, man. That's the window. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Don't forget to hit that follow button and leave us a review if you like what you heard and think others would as well. You can find all six of our channels at KCSN, covering the Chiefs, the Royals, Sporting KC, and the KC Current, plus KU, K-State, or Mizzou by searching KCSN wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.